0: Hey everybody, it is day five. Oh, that wasn't a very good pop. (laughs) I was trying to do a cork pot sound and to celebrate. Uh, You guys have done amazing work this week. I am so thankful for this time and having this opportunity to really dive into how we can listen in a more meaningful, transformative way. And it has been an incredibly powerful experience for me as well, and I am so thankful to all of you for that. What we talked about yesterday is that me filter, uh, which really, if we think about it, is our ego, right? It's that part of us that wants to be seen and protect and be appreciated and all kinds of things. and And therefore has a hard time just listening to someone else because it wants to be right up there, right front and center. And what I want to talk about today is just a handful of other tools and considerations to have in your back pocket as you continue to practice turning down that me filter as much as you can in any situation and turning up your ability to show up and simply listen to the information that is being presented to you. And here, here's the beauty, is the more we are able to listen, the more we are able to understand and show other human beings, regardless of their point of view, the respect of just hearing them, listening to them, The more we will be heard as well, the more respected we will be. The research, you guys have heard all this, research shows that the person that everybody remembers from the party is the one who said the least about themselves and spent the most time listening to other people. And yet that person is the memorable one, not the one who kept talking and talking and talking, right? (laughs) Right. There's little bits of examples of this. We know this to be true, and yet we're really bad at doing it. So here's just a handful of of little bits and things to keep in mind. Number one, the context that you are in is going to make doing this, this is somewhat obvious, but it's not, is going to make doing this either really, really easy or really, really hard. So explore the contexts within which you practice these skills. When you are in a situation that is a little bit more explosive is probably too strong of a word, but volatile, where the differences in opinion and or belief and or experience or whatever it might be, the need to reach and get to their own point of view about things is strong it is going to be much harder to listen openly and not have that me part of your filter that me part of you the ego show up because in those situations it feels in our bodies more of a survival situation And so we go into defensive mode, we go into protection mode, we go into even aggressive mode, attack mode, to protect whatever it is that we believe to be true. And we stop listening well to the other side. So explore those situations and practice in any of the situations If you can show up to that more volatile situation, whether it's a contractor who completely messed up something on your house and expects you to pay for it, whether it is someone in your family or close to you that you 100% entirely disagree with on a political point of view or whatever it might be, whether it is whatever, whatever it is, be aware of that. Before you go in to that conversation, make a choice before you go into that conversation to listen first, to simply hear that person out without taking a word that they say personally and working with what they share with you as information on the table versus something that you are being attacked with. It will change the dynamic of the conversation. It will change what you come out of that conversation with. It will change what you are able to co-create with because you both won't be pushed into your corners. You'll be pulled out into a place where you can co-create from, where everyone can come up with a solution that works. Number two, I would invite you to notice when fear is driving when fear is the what is making that me filter show up and all of the rest of you shut down as far as being able to really listen and understand the person or the people across from you a lot of times it is fear that is driving that and in the cases that that fear is genuine and real and life-threatening Do whatever you need to in that situation. The vast majority of cases that we are in that feel like that kind of fear are not. That is our reptilian brain, our original part of our brain, doing what it has done best for a very, very long time in trying to protect us. And that brain hasn't caught up with modern day life. And the fact that we are not being attacked by some tiger that is threatening our existence in that moment, it just feels like we are. And so really being aware of that fear and even being the one when you are seeing that fear in others, when you know that fear is present in the conversation that's happening, be the one to help dispel it. Be the one to call it out. Be the one to put that on the table. This is really scary, hard stuff to talk about. So I'm going to do my best to listen because this is scary and big and hard. And I know the only way through this is to listen. That would be one example of how you could take that, pull that information out, and put it on the table to open up a conversation to open up some vulnerabilities, which are actually your strengths and your ability to connect and listen and understand. Another thing that I highly invite you to do to be able to show up to the world as a really good listener is to take care of you so that you can show up to those conversations fit and well. That means you are well-rested. That means you are taking time to ground yourself, taking time to know yourself, taking time to treat and nourish yourself, taking time to play, taking time to breathe, taking time in nature, which is one of the most restorative places that we can spend time. And that's not just, you know, yeah, yeah, thinking anymore. Science is proving that in leaps and bounds. When you do that, you are able to show up to these conversations and listen from a much more open, a much more able, much more fearless place. It's when we are exhausted, when we are overwhelmed, when we are hungry, when we are, you know, all of those things that we can't listen well. Our ability to stay out of that fight, flight, or freeze. Our ability to recognize that we are not actually in pure survival mode. is It's really hard for us to recognize when we are not fit and well. What number am I on? I think this might be number three or number four. Sorry, I'm losing track. Another thing to be aware of and just notice more of is... A lot of the time when we are feeling major resistance, when that survival mode most wants to kick into gear, when that ego most wants to jump in and establish itself, often, almost always, that is because there is something there for us to learn. It isn't that that peace is uh, necessarily an attack on us it a lot of times is just that there is an opportunity there. There is information there that we need that is maybe hard to hear, hard to see, hard to listen to, hard to know. But that information is going to help us transform into a bigger, a better human being, more of our ideal, best self. One of the things I loved about my conversation with Gary Hirsch, and I think it was on our five questions podcast, was he talked about how hard it is when people give him negative feedback and how painful it is. And yet what he talked about was he, he doesn't necessarily just take it all in and decide it's all true. What he does do is it sits on this table. He puts it on the table and he's willing to sift through it. And look at, is there anything here I know I should pick up? I'm ready to pick up that I want to do something with. And then he takes those things and he uses them to shift and learn and grow. That's powerful. That is incredibly powerful stuff. It's hard. It is hard to do. He doesn't take it personally. He doesn't jump to that place. And the parts where he does, he processes those feelings rather than throwing them back at the person in front of him and not listening to them. He just takes it as an offer. Here's something for me to look at and explore. He trusts himself to know which parts and pieces are his to work with. And so he's not taking it personally, but he is using it to personally make a difference for himself and for the people around him. Here's another consideration, another idea for you that will help make a difference in not only your ability to listen, but the people you are with and their ability to listen. And that is that prior to any engagement, any conversation, any meeting, whatever it might be, That what you do is you identify the outcome, you create a container almost of what it is that you are going to accomplish by the end of the meeting or create by the end of the meeting or resolve by the end of the meeting, you know, any, whatever that thing is, that there's a unified vision and a unified understanding that this is what we are having this conversation for. Why is that helpful? Because without it, the objective, all the objectives, all the reasons for being there might be different. So you get everyone pulled together towards the same vision. You get everyone aligned around that. And then from there, everyone can present their ideas. Everyone can have a voice about what their idea is for how to get to that place. And have an open conversation about that. Instead of what happens without that, which is everyone is there just pushing their agendas, maybe are all trying to get to different endpoints, and it's a mess, and it creates a whole lot of not listening well, and it doesn't work. Um, keep in mind, there is rarely, if ever, any one way to do anything. Sometimes there are better ways to do anything, but almost never is there one best way to do anything and that's because the best way tends to be the way that everyone can get their arms around that everyone can agree to when you can't get to that way whatever that way is what happens is people undermine each other so it might on paper look like the best way to accomplish something the best way to get somewhere But if a whole lot of other people on the team or in that group do not believe in that, it will never happen. I watch companies do this (laughs) sometimes for years, not just months, not just days, years. It doesn't work. Get everyone focused on doing something together, on something they can all agree to and start taking your steps from there. Start listening from there. It's powerful stuff. Last idea is just go for it. Listen, practice listening, practice often, practice in the difficult places and the easy places and fail a lot. You're going to fail. It's okay. That failing is how we're going to learn. That failing is how we're going to get better. That failing is how we're going to bring even more to the table when we show up with this way of listening to each other. That is how we are going to set the example. It's a beautiful thing. And then just notice as you're succeeding and as you're failing and as you're making mistakes and as you're not making mistakes, how it is affecting the relationships that you're having, the conversations that you're having, having how you're growing, how you're learning, how other people around you are growing and learning because of how you are showing up. It's powerful, powerful stuff. One of the things that when I think about the most successful people I know and I'm not when I talk success if you ever hear me use that word I'm not talking about money and visible things I'm not talking about you know the Instagram perfect life that we like to present as being successful I'm talking about deeply genuinely contentedly and meaningfully successful in their lives and their purpose and what they are bringing to the world The people I know who are there got there by listening, not by talking, and they will tell you that it was through the time that they took to listen to the people around them, even the ones they did not think they agreed with, even the ones eventually they did not agree with, but that by listening to them, by understanding them, by showing those people that respect and that consideration, that is what led to their success. That is what led to the human beings that they are today. That is what led to their ability to connect with people and make a difference in this world. That's what did it, their ability to listen. And because they listened so well, because they took that time, because they helped people feel heard and understood, when it is their turn to talk, People listen. Oh, do they listen. They bring a wisdom and a kindness and a knowing that can only happen when you have become a compassionate human being who listens first. That's what they bring to the table. Listening well is incredibly, incredibly powerful stuff you have taken massive steps this week in bringing yourself to that same place and bringing yourself to an even higher place and those same people who've used that skill to get where they are are still working on that skill (laughs) this is is something we will be working on for the rest of our lives to do better and better and better and we can we can continue to do better and better and better and learn and grow And help make a massive difference, not only in our own lives, in our communities, in our states, in our country, in our world. But we can make a huge difference by getting really, really good at this. So here's to that adventure. Keep going with it. Keep exploring it. Keep trying. Let me know how it's going. Let me know what's working and what's not and what you're curious about and what you want to talk about. I can't wait to hear more can't wait to hear how this is going for you and thank you thank you for the last five days have a great weekend bye